0: Chicago
1: and hello again everyone I'm Greg Thompson of stallionesearch.com here on quarter horse racing talk and these are the triple crown editions we have two triple crown possibilities up here on the mountain lots of pretty much a who's who in the quarter horse racing world is up here at Riadoso, either at the sale or at the races watching history unfold as well not only on the racetrack but history is being unfolded here also in the sales ring at Ritos, a sales company. I'm outside the sales pavilion here. In between some of the top hip numbers to bring this podcast to you, I had the opportunity to sit down with two world-class jockeys today. Retired jockey, G.R. Carter, multi, multi- AQHA world champion and a two-time All-American Futurity winning jockey as well as last year's All-American Futurity winning jockey Ricky Ramirez who is also an AQHA world champion. I talked to these guys about their career up here on the mountain as well as what does it feel like to win the All-American Futurity and of course getting into this Triple Crown edition as what possibly could be going through the head of a young jockey like Francisco Calderon as he's going towards making history this Labor Day here up on the mountain. And before we get to it, I'd like to pause for just a moment and hear from our sponsor. At Dunn Ranch in Winniewood, Oklahoma, success starts here. Whether it's their mare services they provide in the quarter horse racing world with mare care from ICSI to embryo transfer or foaling out services success starts at Dunn Ranch or if it's turning that equine investment into a smart venture with instilling the foundation necessary to have a well-presented yearling at the yearling sales through the Dunn Ranch consignment program, success starts here or if it comes down to picking the right sire to breed your mare to from the stellar roster at Dunn Ranch which includes Cartel Success, Dash Master Jess, Highest Fire, Jess Lips, One Valiant Hero, PYC Fun and Fancy, Wave Carver, and the current leading first crop sire of 2021, A Revenant, success starts at Dunn Ranch. Dunn Ranch is your quarter horse reproduction headquarters. Because at Dunn Ranch in Winniewood, Oklahoma, this place is where success starts in the quarter horse racing world. Visit them at dunnranch.com or call 580-279-6666. Okay, we're back at Quarter Horse Racing Talk. And had the privilege of, as mentioned, talking to two of my friends in Quarter Horse Racing, Ricky Ramirez, winner of last year's All-American Futurity on Whistle Stop Cafe, as well as G.R. Carter, who is a winner on Falling in Love Again in 1998, as well as in 2008 on Stoley's winner. Both of these guys had been in multiple situations where they had potentially the winner in the All-American Futurity, but shows just how hard this race is to win sometimes, and is able to sit down and talk with these legendary jockeys. Okay, here on Quarter Horse Racing Talk, I have two special guests joining me here in the Rio Dosa Racehorse Hall of Fame, the all-time winningest jockey in Quarter Horse Racing history, G.R. Carter. G.R., thanks for joining us here on the program. Thanks for having me, Greg. Glad to be here. And all American last year's All-American Futurity winning jockey, as well as former AQHA World Champion, Ricky Ramirez. Ricky, always great to see you. When I get to see you, you know, you've been, you know, in retirement
0: yeah, thank you, Greg. Thanks for having us.
1: First question I have for you for GR. Are you going to give Ricky some guidance of how to come out of retirement and go back to race riding?
2: Well, yeah, history's got to repeat itself. I, I taught him everything he knows about riding races back when he first got started and so now i'm going to teach him the, the next the, the next stage of life
1: yes is there anything that you learned <laughs> from gr's many comebacks in order to uh kind of mimic your comeback that you could, i'm assuming you're not too far out from making
0: well i've thought about doing the comeback but i don't know I, it, it seems like the longer i sit out the, the more i'm enjoying it so we'll see
1: yes so you're gonna start you're gonna start roping and you're gonna become one of those you will be showing everybody your belt buckles and all kinds of stuff
0: no so. no I like my fingers too much. I don't want to
1: lose one. Uh One of the things you two guys have in common, obviously, you know what the experience of crossing the finish line in the All American Futurity, and that's really what I want to focus on right at at the moment. Explain to the the listeners on the podcast here, the Quarter Horse Racing Talk, what if what that actually feels
2: like, Gr. You know, we we need to go back even before that. You know, uh, read Osa. You know, growing up as a kid, whenever I decided I was going to throw my heart and soul into being a quarter horse job. I remember the first time I pulled up to Rio Dosa Downs. You know, it was in uh, the Kansas Trials, 1988. A couple of buddies rode out here with me, and we, as we were pulling up, it was about dusk. We drove, and I was like, oh my God, this is Rio Dosa Downs. This is the place where they run the All-American, the race that makes you famous. And then, you know, fast forward 10 years, and uh, I won the All-American the first time on Falling in Love Again in 98. And she would got beaten in trials by old habits. She barely qualified. And she was 21. It was kind of an unexpected deal. She ran the perfect race at the perfect time. And it was the typical Jack Brooks, Jack Brooks training job. She, he, he had her peaked at the perfect time to win the biggest race in, in, in my career at the time. And crossing that finish line it's just on it, it it's it's unbelievable and just emotional to think that you accomplished what you'd set out to do
1: is it set in right away or is it something that like three or four days later
2: oh no it sets you as soon as you cross the wire you're like i win the freaking all america but then it, it even becomes more special to you after a few days go by like you're saying because then you get to thinking about you see all the press releases all of the you know, you, and, and you realize that, you, that you're, you're in the record books as a winner of all American. and they can't ever take that away from you.
1: Ricky, it's not that long ago since you won one, so it's like last year. So talk to me about the emotions that you had going through crossing the finish line here last year.
0: Oh, man, Greg, it's something unexplainable. It's uh, I was like GR. Ever since I was a kid, I heard about the All-American and come up here and witnessed the All-American, and then I was uh, able to ride the All-American um the very first year that i rode the all-american back in 2009 i thought i really thought i was gonna win the the race with love samba and we had a bad start and we didn't get it done and then after that i had multiple attempts um just didn't have the luck sometimes i just didn't have the horse but last year whenever we crossed the wire it was like man you know it was just something that almost like i got that monkey off my back you know it just it was a relief and at the same time it was very emotional and uh had my whole family here so that was awesome because they came over here year after year, supporting me, trying to you know win this race, and it, it was just an awesome feeling for myself and, and the whole family on the barn.
1: Right, Jr. From the time you won the first one until the time you won the second one, what's the, what was
2: the uh, time gap? Yeah, I won my first one in '98 and uh, won my second one in 2008. So, it's so ten, ten years apart, and it was the it was actually the 40th all-american the 50th all-american and then i uh, came out of retirement to try to win it in 18 because i felt like i was cycling back but uh didn't quite happen
1: what it during that 10-year period did it seem like that it was just it was almost like you were getting close but it just wasn't happening did you maybe even have a thought that it might not ever happen again
2: no i felt like it would happen again and i never let it let it really bother me i rode I rode a lot of good horses that had really good chances in All-American like Ricky was saying about Love Samba and uh it, you know it's 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 a tough race to win it's it's the tough you know but there's I know guys jocks wrong on name name rode the All-American 25 times and never won it and uh you know, I, I I already had the feeling of winning it and knew that I had that, that like, like Ricky said, that monkey off my back. You you really like to see guys win it and that's what made me so tickled for Ricky last year, is the you really like to see your buddies win it that you feel like deserve to win it. And, and, and Ricky was that guy last year.
1: Right. Ricky, you're a little bit an opposite of, of GR GR at kind of Got the ball rolling with an All American Futurity win. Uh, you would say that's accurate,
2: right? Well, I, I was rolling. I would I'd, I'd been the champion jock but twice before then, even. But, 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 but as, up here, as far as being the Riadosa guy, yeah, that's 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 what that's what ball. top. Yeah, that's what got me rolling.
1: You're the other way. You you had been here so many near misses, and then you finally got one. Did you have that feeling through? you know the early parts of your career you were getting on such great horses and all it just was something that did you have it in the back of your mind that it might never happen
0: i did i did have it in the back of my mind that you know probably was it wasn't going to happen but i I, I knew that you know if i just worked hard and kept riding these good horses eventually it was it was coming and uh you know it did and it, it it felt really good because um i had multiple attempts and and failed and uh, I'm like, G.R., I'm not going to mention no names, but I have a friend of mine that won his very first try. And he said that it, you know, it didn't feel as great as he thought it would, it would feel because it was his first try and he win it. You know? So um, he didn't get to experience how hard it is to win the All-American.
1: That ten-year gap made. Bet you in two thousand and eight, you savored that win, avoid Stolz's winner, because you, you know, the first one came, but you realized just how how unbelievable it is to cross the wire in the All-American. So when when you did win with Stolz's winner, I I would almost just, I'm going to guess that the second one was more cherished than the first
2: one. For sure, the uh, the first one, she was twenty to one, unexpected to win, and 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 I, I remember just getting emotional. like Ricky was saying my family was here my dad but uh the the second one in 2008 stowey's winner you know he was he was a special horse he was he was the favorite i I expected him to win and i told myself before the race that i was not going to let myself get real emotional i was going to enjoy the moment to the max and and i felt like that's what i did Mm -hmm. and and it's I remember like it was yesterday and it's hard to believe it was 13 years ago
1: yeah
2: okay we'll be right back
1: after these words from our sponsor introducing the sire of one of the hottest runners in 2021 A Revenant a champion as a two year old as a runner on the track and currently the number one freshman sire in the country A Revenant is the sire of the super talented running filly Revenant Moon winner of the 2021 Oklahoma Futurity in stellar form Revenant Moon put in one of the more spectacular performances to qualify into the Grade 1 $1,000,000 Rio Dosa Futurity.
2: And that's a sonic boom you're hearing. Revenant Moon crushes them.
1: Getting it done just like her sire on the mountain. A. Revenant came home the victor in the 2016 Grade 1 $1,000,000 rainbow Futurity. Available through Ixie only at Dunn Ranch in Winniewood, Oklahoma. One of the hottest sires in America. A. Revenant. Okay, we're back here on Quarter Horse Racing Talk and back into the discussion with G.R. Carter and Ricky Ramirez. You chose to uh, slip into a little bit of a a retirement, -retirement, semi-retirement, after you won the All-American Futurity, after you kind of rode the Lone Star meet. I've always talked with jockeys like GR and Cody Jensen, all those ones that have won that All-American just makes them say, really want to win another one. It's not you win one and done, winning another one. I'm assuming even though you are in that semi-retirement, you're feeling those things, especially being here at the All-American weekend and uh, you know, Whistle Stop Cafes is, is, is still rolling. It, it, surely the competitiveness is still peeking out of you
0: oh yes i mean yeah i miss it you know i miss the people here you know i miss i miss the horse racing but uh it was just a decision that i took um for my family and, and myself and and uh you know i've really enjoyed spending a lot of time with my family we've uh, we've traveled more in the last six months that i have in the last 10 years and uh so so far we're enjoying it but i'm not gonna say i'm officially retired because i, I still get that little bug in me that i still want to come back and ride so we'll see we'll see what the future brings
1: what about you <laughs> now not necessarily asking you to come out of, out of retirement again but surely being here seeing these guys put their pants on go to the from the paddock right. to get on these horses it's just something you you think it you know let me back up you have probably been in the situation where you've talked with riders that have been retired for 30 something years and we're watching you doing your heyday and all did they have the same feeling that they God watching you, it makes me want to get back up on one.
2: Yeah, you know, uh, you know that 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 was my identity. I rode races for thirty five years. I wrote, I rode here for thirty, and I miss it every day. But there there won't be no comeback this time. <laughs> I, uh, I I came back the one time, and and and, and one reason why I did because I I'd, I'd I'd been off, of course. Uh, Toby offered me off of in the Finals All American. I couldn't say no, and that just kind of opened the cam worms. and I thought, you know, I'm gonna go back and ride a couple more years, and That way, when I'm seventy, I'm not going to say. I wish I'd have went back and rode a couple more years because I didn't.
0: Right.
1: Well, I'll tell you this, guys. You both are personal friends of mine, and, and I've been asked multiple times. And it's certainly not going to name which one is which one I think is better than the between you two. But I will say this. If I had a group of four riders, definitely you two are in it of, of which ones I think were the greatest riders I've ever seen in my era. So with that being said and being, us being close friends and all, I talk, spoke to GR over the phone one time. And I said, you know what to be a great interview, GR? I said, not the fact of, of all the great horses that you rode. You and, G- and Ricky have had very similar careers in the fact that you guys had qualified multiple horses into this All-American Futurity, and you both have had the pressure and the, the tough, tough decisions to make to pick the right one, and it's not always done. As a matter of fact, I asked you the feeling of what it felt like to win the All-American Go Across the Wire, but what does it feel like to be behind the All-American Futurity winner off of a horse that you pulled off on?
2: Well, it, you know, it's it's a pretty tough deal, but you know, you, you you're not always going to make the perfect decisions. It's just fact, and it's still horse racing. They got to line, no matter what the form shows. We still got to line them up and and win the race. And uh, you know, it's kind of a bittersweet deal, you know, because you you, they, you still made half the money The jock when the American has split with you for uh, for you actually qualifying the horse, and uh, and you're happy for. You know the connections of the horse. Usually, it's someone that you had rode for a lot. You know the owners. You know you're friends with the trainer, and and it, it's uh, it's kind of a bittersweet deal. I, I would I would say that I would much rather see one that I qualified wanted it. You know, one that I know that I chances are I'll get the mount back on it, than than one that I had absolutely no connection to. And usually you did. Yeah, and usually I did. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> what about you, kid?
0: Oh, just exactly like Gr said. You know, it's a bittersweet deal. Um, I was very, very happy for, for the wood racing, you know, and Blaine. That was Blaine's first win, but at the same time, I wanted to win. Uh, I wanted to be on the horse for Blaine's first All-American win. But, yes, I was happy for the connections, and like GR said, you know, if I, people ask me how I won the All-American. I say, yeah, I won it one and a half time, you know, because, you know, I worked hard on that horse, and we got him to the All-American, and, and uh, you know, I just wasn't aboard him whenever he crossed the finish line, but I felt like we, we put our... our time and effort into into doing it
1: all right all the all-americans you guys rode if you could if you could have one back and rerun it that one so you could have possibly a different outcome on it one like oh i wish i could have i I would do something different on the horse and i wish i could have that one back which one would be
0: i would probably have to go back in 2009 when i rode at that at that time, of my career that was, she was the fastest horse I had rode. I really thought she was going to win the All American. Um, she just she stumbled out of the gate. So yeah, I go back and say, man, if you know if I would have just noticed that she was standing bad in the gate. So yeah, if I could take that one and, and redo it, I'd make sure she was standing a lot better this time.
2: Oh, there's there's way too many for me to there's there's way too many of them. That I'm done. I'd like to run over to just name one. I mean, there's horses like Dashing is Easy, Swinging Val. Uh, some of the more, the more recent ones, uh, Big Daddy, uh, Russell Harris's mare, uh, I can't remember her exact name. She's a Mr. Jess Perry mare, Dasha Perry, that all of those horses ran right there close. And if they, and a thing if they, they, they would have got, you can just tell if they would have got away just a little bit better, got a little better break, had a little bit, bit more racing luck, they, they could have won it. And, uh, D- Daring Difference, my very first one, 1994. As I took off of Stowe's Winner. I mean, I'm sorry, I took off of noblest Six to ride Daring Difference, and I felt like she was way better horse every time. But that's just horse racing. It's horse racing. You guys, uh, were, Gr was at the
1: heights mm-hmm. of his career when you came onto the scene, and and when Gr was ready to hang it up, that's when you were kind of at the at that level of kind of rolling the roost. Mm-hmm talking about the competitiveness of him obviously i'll start with you ricky you this is the he's the legend in the in the jocks room he's the one that's got all the records he's got all everything that people want to have the mounts that gr has tell talk to me about competing against this guy
0: Oh, it was you know it was also awesome because coming coming to Red so you would hear about uh, Gr and Jackie Martin. So then you know I get my license at the age of 18, and I get to ride against these guys. Um, it was just it, you know it's awesome. It's just you're you're now you're next to your idols, you know, competing against them, and and it, it, it's a good feeling. And you know, of course, you want to try to beat them, but at the same time, I'd I'd watch how they were doing things and just try to learn from them.
1: What did you think about competing against
2: this one? Ricky, you know, right from the start, Ricky, Ricky, Ricky had a lot of success at, at very early in his career. I mean, there's a lot of guys that work five years before they ever get in with a barn like Blaine would, or, or Blaine and Trey would, and. You could tell right off the bat when he got with him, Ricky looked good on a horse, and he was getting the job done and all, and you knew, and you knew he was going to be something special. Even whether I wanted to admit it then or not, no, I knew he was going to be.
1: Yes. Triple crowns upon us. Uh, Francisco Calderon's won both the first leg and the second leg. You guys had not been in similar situations with this, but I'm, I'm assuming with your veteran-level riding careers you can kind of relate to what he's probably going through certainly doesn't want to make a mistake probably playing the he's playing the race in his head how he wants it to happen and all that so kind of kind of
2: tell the 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 viewers here what you think gr of what's going through this young man's head well he he's you know there's there's a lot of hoopla like there should be i mean it, it hadn't happened in 40 years you know and if he gets too involved in in all of the the press the media the the tv interviews radio interviews greg thompson's podcast things like that you know it, it it'll you'll let the pressure get to you just a little bit but the way the way you overcome that pressure is focus on the things that you do best hey you walk out of that room and it's still a horse race yeah it's for three million bucks and it's all american but you still have to do the same things that you've done to win each and every race that you that you've won before and focus on those things focus on like okay my horse is standing good make sure i stay out of his mouth leaving the gate and whenever he gets out there rolling let him roll it's that you have to focus on those things so it's just basically putting it out all the hoopla out of your mind and getting down to business.
1: Exactly. What about you?
0: Well, I mean, think? just you know, riding the All American itself is, is pressure. So him being a triple crown contender, yeah, I'm sure he's 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 pretty nervous about it, but. Um, you know, that's, that's what helped me after trying 10 times. I said, hey, I've lost more than what i want won him, so that helped me deal with the pressure last year. But uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure this kid's pretty nervous, and I wish him the best. Um, I would like to witness a Triple Crown
2: winner. Why are you here?
0: So, yeah, I'm, I'm here to watch both Triple Crown winners, and hopefully we'll stop uh, retire undefeated. So yeah. we'll see.
1: Right. So, well, like I said, GR, consulting firm of how to come back you know and come out of retirement and you've obviously can tell him exactly how to do it so he's ready to do it whenever you're ready to show
2: him when it, when and if he's ready to to ride more races he'll know it on his own he it's it's one of those deals where you you have to want to do it and and if he has that want to and it's bad enough that that it makes him actually come out of retirement and ride some races it's it's something that only only he'll know right
1: Thank you both for being on Quarter Horse Racing Talk here on StallionEsearch.com, and I'm glad you both are here to witness what potentially is m- maybe one of the more historic weekends of, in Quarter Horse Racing history. I can't, you know, obviously we've never had double, triple crown possibilities, as well as an undefeated world champion maybe going out in the uh, out in the sunset as a winner and undefeated. So thanks, guys, for being here. Thank you. Big weekend for Rio Dosa Downs. Thanks for having us, Greg. Yes. Okay, that'll do it here on Quarter Horse Racing Talk during the Triple Crown editions up here on the mountain 2021. Be sure to tune in all week long. We're going to have podcasts all throughout this All-American Week here on stallionesearch.com.